How do I start this thing? Have you plugged the bloody USB in? Yeah, it's in. Nah, man, that's the wrong port. Oh, wait, it's flashing now. Is it re- Oh, wait, it's recording. Well, let's start this thing, fool. Hello, everyone. I'm Amelia. Hi, I'm Sam. Welcome to Ask the Duo podcast, a podcast where we get deep into those late night, unfiltered conversations. We'll be discussing all things lifestyle, relationship, mindset, and more. All right, let's get to it. Yeah, so that was a good reflection on the past, and it was interesting to to get to really recap on what we went through and how crazy our party life was yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so I guess the the next point is really is did Asian upbringing really, I guess, push us to gravitate towards more of an Asian. I guess, partner, is that something that you were always looking for or is that just something that you... Like, you know, from your partner telling you that you have to... I mean, your parents saying that you have to find... Like an Asian, like, boyfriend or some, yeah. something like that. I think that would be interesting to, dis- to discuss because I don't think I've ever asked you that before, so it would be good to see... Yeah, but, I mean, t- for you to start off, is that <laughs> something... out to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is that something that... You know, mum, dad, your mum and dad always... Mm, it's... I don't know. I would say it was loosely pushed on me because my family dynamics is a bit different to what you would say a usual family is. We don't talk about anything that's intimate or close or relationships. Like, a lot of the things is like... I don't know how to say it. It's like they hint to you, but they don't directly say you need to do this or you need to do that it's just like this shouldn't happen or or you shouldn't do this or something like it's very um wishy-washy i guess it's not straight to the point so Mm -hmm. i think you from what i gathered they would definitely prefer that i dated within the asian community but it was never something that they voiced exclusively saying hey you need to find an asian partner but at the same time, at the same time, I think as a daughter in the family, it was more push that I shouldn't be hanging out with guys. I shouldn't be dating anyone. Like, you know, don't date till you're 30 or don't date till you finish uni. That was more what it was like. Um, but on top of that, they just never spoke about relationships or, you know, anything about that intimate things. Like, never got spoken about. And do you think you, do you wish that your parents did? Like, is that something that um, ever came through your mind? No, it never came to my mind, but I think it would be good to know a bit more on a personal, deeper level on how they, you know, either found each other, like that kind of thing. But it's a really hard thing to talk about because my family is quite broken, to be honest. Mm. So I think on top of that, that also is why no one really spoke about any of those things because from their experience they they either didn't work out or they divorced or that kind of thing so I think people just didn't talk about that side of things but I think to know even how all that happened or you know just the relationship advice in that time in that kind of sense would be good to know but in terms of dating in the Asian culture or finding an Asian partner no they didn't really talk about that yeah okay uh for me it's yeah so for me it was my parents never really 
drilled in my mind that I had to gravitate towards a specific type of culture or mm. a specific type of girl. Like, it was never like, oh, you have to date an Asian girl or you have to date a Vietnamese girl or a Chinese girl. That's good None though. of that shit. It was like, wh- whoever you like, I don't give a shit as long mm. as she's, um, like... But did I actually tell you that? Like, I don't mind who you end up with as long as they're blah, blah, blah. So the funny thing is, is no, they, they never told me directly. Mm. But having my sister there, my sister sort of helped me with, I guess, dating. Well, not directly. Like but seeing how she went through her. Well, no, no, no. Life. So outside of that, it was like she always spoke to my parents when I had girlfriends mm. and always... Oh, sort of, so you made her talk no, to No, them. no, no. So my my sister just went to them oh, okay. and sort of had a sus of, of like... Like, for example, like when I first dated when I was in high school, you know, I dated a half-caste girl. She was half Aussie, half Philo. Mm. And my mum was fucking like... She was, you know, bananas. She mm. was crazy. She was like what, what a typical you say she's Asian a tiger mum. Yeah, she was like a tiger mum who was like, you know always thinking about why I'm going out, how late I'm going out, who is this girl, mm. you know, personality, character, all that sort of stuff, right? But my sister was always like, oh, I'm sure she's fine. And, mm. you know, she was that behind the scenes trying to have a geese and sus mm. uh, of what my, par- my parents thought yeah. and sort of instilled in their mind that it was all good. Yeah. So it was good to have her in that regard behind the scenes. Yep. Um, but I know that they always spoke to her directly about girls mm. and what they thought, who I should be, etc. And that's when my sister sort of passed that information down to me. Mm. So it was good having her sort of there in the background. The mediator. Yeah, sort of that mediator, sort of that person to be like, oh, yeah, mum and dad doesn't really care as long as, you know, you're happy, plus as long yeah. as she's not a good person. Yeah. She's um, not a good person. Um, no, as long as she's a good person. <laughs> Finding the bad girls, eh? <laughs> no. That's but, good, um, though. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like, you know, having that was is, was good because there's no yeah. pressure. Yeah. Um, but then, so, because of that, both our Asian, uh, both our <laughs> Both our Asian parents, both our parents didn't exclusively or directly say that you need to find an Asian partner. Do you think you just naturally gravitated towards finding an Asian or did, was it a conscious choice that you want to find an Asian partner? Um, well, I mean, I, I didn't consciously, like I wasn't going out there to specifically look. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm whatever, I'll date whatever. Yeah. I'll date a black chick, I'll date a white girl, Latina, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Skin color doesn't matter to me. What matters to me is you, you as a person and you as a personality, right? Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I learned when I was a kid was obviously my sister, mm. learning from her issues that she had when she was growing up as a teenager. Yeah. Like what she dealt with with guys mm. and that sort of stuff. So that sort of helped me go, well, okay. I need to, I guess, define uh, what my expectations are when I look for girls too. Yeah. So I think having that definition and clarity helped me sort of make my mission easier because then I go, then I can go. Well, when I'm talking to girls, when I'm looking for girls, I know exactly what I want. Mm. So you know, it wasn't it wasn't a specific choice as to. Asians specifically at 
the start of yeah. my journey. Yeah. Um, probably later down the track, maybe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that That's was actually interesting. This kind of goes a little bit off, tra- uh, off topic, but we did do a previous podcast talking about love is blind and physical attraction. I think what brings to mind now when I said that I have a neutral um, feeling, I guess, towards someone's appearance and I don't think of anything until character, until I know their character, which is true. But now that I think about it, I'm very different to you. I naturally, naturally and also did consciously want to find an Asian partner. But that also stems back into what I talked about in the past is a lot of the times I just don't understand like Western slang, Aussie slang and how that communication and their joke and all that kind of stuff. I just didn't understand it. And I understand the Asian culture and how they talk a lot more. So that's also why I looked for Asians um, more specifically. So I think that's the only thing in physical appearance that I would um, look for when I was talking about the love is blind thing. So that just came to mind. I thought I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, and I guess to what you sort of allude to is it is sort of true later down the track in life Mm. as you experience things and stuff like that it sort of pushed me towards asians Mm. and and the reason why is because as i grew older i you know being friends with multiple people just exposing yourself you kind of get a gauge as to how different i guess different cultures or Mm. you know backgrounds depict how they think about things what they you know priority wise you know in life and that sort of stuff. And I always I found that... I think it's more values and, yeah, values values, and morals for val- me. Yeah, values, morals, and priorities in life, mm. um, which basically define you as a person, as a character, right? Yeah. So I found that the Western culture people were different in their life, like yeah. just their goals. And I life. think even though, yes, we live in Australia, but we did grow up in an Asian upbringing. And sometimes when you relay some of those upbringing challenges, like, for example, most of my friends couldn't go out past 8 o'clock. And if you would tell your, you know, Western friends or Aussie friends, they'd be like, why? Just come out. But they don't understand to extent of how hard it is to get out past eight o'clock you need to it's like as if you're going for a job you're taking leave you need to go through a whole application process Mm. to be able to go out out, just to hang out for an hour with your friends and it's just that understanding that they didn't understand so sometimes gravitating towards people who actually understand that then they'll be like oh yeah that's cool you know we'll just find another day or maybe we'll come to your house or something like that whereas like back then people were just like why just come out and you're just like i can't like and they're like i'll just sneak out the window and you're like dude you don't know the consequences that will come if they find yeah. out that you snuck out, you would probably actually be kicked out, be chucked, you know, not allowed back home for like a few days just as a punishment because you went out at eight o'clock. Yeah, and that, that's a that's a big, I guess, difference between the Western culture is, you know, their upbringing with parents and stuff like that is yeah, is so different in the way different. they socialize, the way they see things from a certain age point, yeah, it's very different. Yeah. So I think for me, eventually I sort of gravitated towards Asians. Mm. But even still now, like, I'm open as long as it's the character, right? Yeah, it's always character. So, like the, you know, the nationality 
or even ethnic, whatever, behind that, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. Doesn't mean much. But it's yet. just that sometimes you do find that they understand you a bit more because they've gone through similar situations. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, it, you know, if if that particular person was open to mm. things and understand and understood, took the time to yep. try to understand, yep. then yeah, okay, that that's what I see. That's what I seek. Sorry. Mm. So, you know. So, back to what we're actually talking about. So, you were very open to different types of, you know, partners. It didn't have to be Asian, but in the end, you just naturally ended up yeah, with an yeah. Asian Yeah, because obviously, you know, growing up, I was always around Westerners. Mm. You know, all my friends are Westerners, so that mm. was naturally what I was exposed to. Yeah. And then, obviously, later in life, that's when I sort of was more around Asians and stuff like that. Mm. So, obviously, gravitating towards that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of the same, and I was very, like, yes, I was looking for, like, I wouldn't even say from high school to, like, uni and stuff, I never, I was never a person that was like, oh, I need to find a partner, I need to find a boyfriend. I was never like that. I It just naturally occurred to me, so I wasn't exclusively going out, I was like, oh, that Asian guy is cute, or, like, you know, I need to look for this person. Um, but I still gave you know the i kept an open mind and did actually end up dating a white guy but again there's definitely clear cultural differences that was very very what do you say like apparent and yeah like it just didn't work out and the crazy thing when we look back in the early times is during my high school upbringing you know Westerners and the the mindset about girls was so apparent, and it was crazy because I thought I was weird, but I never really thought about girls. I yeah, didn't I think didn't about think. I didn't think about finding a partner. I didn't think about sex and stuff like that. Mm. But like, it seemed like Westerners always thought about yeah, that stuff. That's the thing with my school before I moved to the one when I met you. It was all about that. Like everything was about sex. Everything was about guys. And that was the biggest thing that I couldn't relate to because even though I was exposed to it in that manner in school and then my parents never talked about it, no one talked to me about that stuff, like somehow naturally it just didn't make it a priority to me, like maybe because the parents didn't prioritize it in my mind. I don't know, like what, but I just didn't have that priority and I just didn't understand. I think that what helped me sort of gravitate away from that was, you know, being – having a close relationship with my sister, like I understood from a teenager's point of view of, I guess that female side. Yeah. And it never like, it never pushed me to think that way. Mm. So I always was like, I guess I was always respectful when it came to girls and I didn't think of that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of like, well, I never understood why, you know, my my friends in high school were like, Oh, talking about girls and trying to get some pussy and shit. And when you go to like those, you know, the blue light, Disco dance. Well, our school had um, International Carnival is what it was called. Mm. But basically, we hosted a dance party for different <laughs> Those schools. awkward hands on the hip, like jiggle, jiggle. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what we did, yeah. And, like, that was awkward as, but, like, some of the dudes were trying tune chicks like that. And yeah, they were always talking about, like, oh, I kissed this guy or this guy kissed me. And, yeah, like, I think I popped this bitch while I was dancing. <laughs> I was like, shee! <laughs> yeah, but I... I never got into that. Like I yeah. just, I never, I never understood it. And, it and went over my head. Technically, I was just like, cool. Yeah, and like <laughs> for me, like 
in high school, I got into dancing. So, you know, my sister was a big influence from that. Like, mm. she did hip-hop dancing, Corey, that That's sort of awesome. shit. So, like, that pushed me to do dancing too. Mm. So, my mind frame at that time was, yeah, let's jam, let's freestyle jam right now. Like, like let's mm. let's battle, let's do this sort of shit. So, I never yeah. really thought about chicks. I didn't give a shit about chicks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was never my front of mind, but... Mm. So... Before meeting me, though, or, like, being with me, was your ideal partner, like, when you started to think about finding a partner, a girlfriend, was your... <laughs> you're disgusting. Why are you picking your toes? <laughs> yeah, picking the picking my skin, bro. <laughs> That's disgusting. You better wash your hands. No, anyway, so, like, was your... <laughs> this is what I had to deal with, guys. Uh... Was your ideal partner, like... Was I categorized into what your you thought your ideal partner would be? I don't think I had an ideal partner, to be honest, mm. because everyone's different, right? Mm. I think what meant more to me was, as I guess, you as a person, as long as the foundation ticked roughly those boxes. So what was those foundations that you would look for? Well, it's the character, right? So personality, respect, the values. Um, but, like, can you go you know, deeper goals. into what those values or personality that you would look for? I mean, someone that is respectful, has morals, you know what I mean, understood, you know, what's the boundaries in life, mm. when to push those boundaries in life, to always have a, a smile and laugh at <laughs> stupid things, like you're laughing at me right now. <laughs> Because um, I can't get over that you picked your toes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still doing it. What the hell? Stop it. Oh, you mate. Uh, um, so I'm glad this is not video because... You guys will see my... Uh, I've got a bit of a drive foot. But anyway, that's off topic. <laughs> uh, yeah, like those sort of things where, you know, that... I guess d individual development is a really important thing. Mm. And being open to... to self-improve and to be open for feedback and stuff mm. like that that's important because yes you being in a relationship as a team mm. has has to have some sort of substance but some growth but, but is that something that you uncovered over time like meeting yeah, other girlfriends 100%, yeah. yeah and and obviously when i first dated you know my first girlfriend i knew nothing right so you're mm. not exposed to that you're one figuring out yourself but mm. then you figure out this other person who's a female. Yeah. Um, it was only really until later in life, probably mm. just around when we started sort of dating, was when I already knew what I wanted or yeah. knew my expectations. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, experience does definitely have a play, mm. but you don't figure that out until you sort of go out there, get your, your hands yeah. dirty, you know, figure out, go yeah. through all this shit in life to mm. know what you're – really wanting yeah and i'm kind of the same but i didn't grow these um i wouldn't say criteria but i didn't grow these expectations or what i think is an ideal partner from actually dating i think because my family has all these you know a broken family i see the struggles the problems and from that that is what i learned i'm like i can't 
find a partner who does this or I need to find a partner who's more open, honest, you know, straight to the point, like no lying and all that kind of stuff. So even though I haven't dated a lot, I wouldn't, you know, I didn't really date your pretty much my first serious partner ever, one and only. But somehow from these like shit experiences from growing up in a very broken family, that already built my knowledge on what I need to find. Yeah. Yeah. And I think on top of that, it was just, I don't, I wouldn't call it luck. I don't know if it's like fate or destiny or whatever, but you as a person was, you know, all those things that, I didn't have when I was growing up. Yeah, and I think that that would have definitely helped you have clarity as to which direction you want because of all that shit that yeah. you obviously went through. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, for me, it was like I had to learn from just experience, right? And I think uh, probably 50% of the people out there is pretty much will be in the same boat because as you experience life, you go through those you know, stages where you learn, you get yeah. dumped into the hard water and, and stuff like that. But that's the only way that you will be exposed to that. Mm. And then you've got other people who basically grew up in a environment like that, like yourself, who were exposed to that. So you already have that instilled in your mind. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, I didn't have an idea as to what my ideal partner is. But Yeah, I don't think I actually had a, you know, a straight you know one two three four you tick these boxes kind of thing but i had a sort of loose idea of what i didn't want or i didn't want to see in a relationship yeah so that was helpful but you know i didn't have a criteria box for an ideal partner yeah and that's that's pretty much the same thing for me too but i mean the whole point of a relationship is to really work together and um build relationship up right because it's never going to be fucking roses and petals in a bloody daisy field daisy field (laughs) um so i mean like that that's you know that's the whole point of of going through this right is Mm. and i think as long as you both are well i think we're both in that sort of situation where we have that mutual agreement we know what we're signing up to yeah it's not a short-term thing then yeah i i've never been a person that like, I get that there are people, like, out there who just want to explore and have fun, which is really cool, but I was never that type of person. I I think especially for my family, I see it as if I get into something, it's for the long run. And it's, you give it all yeah, your own. Like, I have to see, like, a long-term thing with this person. It's not like a, I'm going to try it out, see how it's going to go kind of thing. Like, from their values and morals, their character, like, it's something that they can bring to the table for a long-term thing, not just for, hey, he's a cool guy, going to hang out, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all respects to people who do want to explore in that manner, but that wasn't for me. Yeah. And, you know, I, I see um, I see eye to eye when it comes to that um, sort of situation. And, I mean, I've tried that before. I've tried, like, a short-term thing, like a fling thing. Mm. And it's just like, yeah, well, yeah, cool, short-term we did this and that, but... Is it different, though? Do you feel like there was no emotional connection between that and it was all for fun? Like, well, what, yeah, was it different? 100%. It's different because if, you know, going into that situation, it was all about physical attraction, mm. something that we spoke about in that previous one uh, yeah. episode, right? 
it was purely physical attraction. There was no emotional, I guess, a, a, I guess it was it. There was no emotion. like that telly tubby with how they talk. They don't even talk. They're like, yeah, okay. I think it's telly tubby. I don't know. No, ping you. Oh, pingu. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was no emotional, I guess, connection there because yeah, like it was you can't just talk f- on a deep level where you talk yeah. about your problems. Or yeah, there was nothing like that, so yeah. that's why it was so different and it was weird because yeah. it's just like, yeah, okay, cool, we've done it because of a physical point. Yeah, but it was never like switching that into a long term thing because it was mm. just nothing there. Yeah. So yeah, hundred percent, it was just so different. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, kudos for the people out there who do that stuff on the on a daily or whatever. And, it's still, and, and it it's may become a yeah. relationship like a... It might maybe. switch over, but, I mean, yeah. it just did. Yeah, it was weird for me. Mm. Uh, so. Yeah, I think that's all we wanted to find out from each other from this one was just an extension of how we met and also if you naturally gravitated towards an, to find an Asian partner, if that was something that you're family wanted you to do or find and just seeing if I was your ideal partner mm. from the start like what you thought of as an ideal partner or has that changed over time yeah uh I don't think it's realistically changed changed but um like the base of it hasn't changed yeah the but base like of it hasn't changed but obviously smaller experiences the finer the finer details the mm. experience definitely have a play yep to to that How's yeah. it feel to be my one and only long-term partner and you pretty much hit the nail on the head? Is that what you call it? <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest laugh. Uh, no, look, it's – I never – I don't think of it like that. Mm. And I know a lot of people – people have asked me the same thing. Oh, what is it like to date with or to be with someone for X amount of years? Like, you know, I get people go, hey, man, like, what is it like to be in a long-term relationship? Because you could have had so much pussy and you could have fucked all these other chicks or get with I all just see it girls. as, like, um, if you truly do enjoy being with that person, it's nothing different as opposed to you having a best friend for the last 20 years. It's the same thing, except, like, you know, you're in a romantic relationship, but the base of it, you're still, you know, have a really good friend that you've known for a long time. Like, you don't go and ask... What's it like having the same best friend for the last 20 years? Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm, I come at is it's like, well, I never really thought about, mm. you know, evaluating my situation with you. It's kind yeah. of like, well, it's just. Yeah. Cause you if, shouldn't have like that fear of missing out thing. If you're truly happy with that person, you shouldn't be like, Oh, I could have been doing this or I missed out on this and that. Uh, well, I mean, look, there, there, there definitely is things where you, you think back and go, oh, shit, I, I should have or could have done that ages ago mm. as an experience. Mm. Of course, people reminiscent those sort of things, but it's just like, well, with this, it's just like, well, I've never really went in that direction mm. and thought about it. But is that the same thing for you? You'd feel that way or you just kind of like... Feel what? In terms of, you know, anyone sort of question that long-term relationship, like did it? Did anyone sort of go, hey, what does it feel like to be with someone for this long or... You know, did you miss out any opportunities and stuff like that? No one's really asked me if I missed any opportunities, but I think people do come and ask me what's it like after being in a a relationship for so long. Because obviously, 
maybe your first one to three years, you're, you know, very close. You guys are still really into getting to know each other even more. The honeymoon stage. Yeah, honey, honeymoon phase. And then over time, you see these, like, kind of dramas or TV shows where you get comfortable. And then after that, when you get comfortable, what happens? Like, you know, when it goes from what every time we go out, we're very 100% on each other but then after the honeymoon phase you go out you're on your phone i'm on my phone like we're so comfortable in each other's space sometimes we sit together and we don't even need to talk so we're not really interacting with each other but we're there next to each other so it's like people asking what do you do like does it change is it <clears throat> does it get boring or if it gets boring what happens like those are the kind of questions that i get instead mm. um but yeah, it's the same thing. Like, I feel like these situations shouldn't change. Like, no matter how long you've been with that person, yeah, you will get comfortable and sometimes you do catch yourself not giving 100% to your partner. But, you know, things shouldn't change in terms of how you feel towards that person and you should always make it fun and enjoyable because in the end you're still spending time with each other and you'll, you chose each other for a reason. And you shouldn't take that for granted. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's, um, that sums up what we originally wanted to talk about. Because, I mean, we could definitely go deeper into it. But Yeah, there's so many different levels that you can break this apart. But that was interesting to know mm. your background and how you thought or saw things. Yeah, as well as yours. Yeah. So. Bye! Thank you so much. If you have reached to the end... We really appreciate you for tuning in. And if you'd like what you hear, please share it with your friends or family and subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you are listening to. Make sure you share any topics you'd like us to cover or questions you might have to our Instagram. Slide it into our DMs. Bigger, bigger. You can also stay in the loop of all the behind the scenes and the release of our new episodes there too. Our Instagram is Ask the Duo Podcast. That's A S K T H E D U O P O D C A S T. Man, feels like I'm in a spelling bee competition right now. <laughs> All right, that's it for now, and we'll see you back here for our next episode. Bye. See ya. Bye.